0: Wow, I've ever wanted to talk about this game franchise. See, Monster Hunter is one of those series where you'll hear about it, you'll sleep on it for a little bit, but then as soon as you play it, the game answers all of your callings. My personal experience with the series falls right in line with this, as I had heard plenty of good things, but always put off trying it for, frankly, no good reason. But get Gangrums to do a show about it. Prove to me it's a game almost entirely consisting of boss fights, and you've got me hooked for the foreseeable future. Honestly, just give me a copy and you won't hear from me for the next few weeks minimum. Knock on the door, no one's home. It's that serious. With some amazing set pieces spanning different biomes and environmental types, plenty of lower creatures to sink your teeth into, and of course, hunts that will make you feel cinematic in the epic ways you're tasked with taking down these beasts. The game is an instant classic, throw on top some amazing variety in the vast amount of different and bizarre attacks that these monsters can use, and fighting one of these can easily have you locked up for the better part of your play session. But if there's one thing that really sticks out from these battles to me, it has to be the repetition. 100%. Hello everyone, welcome to Boss Battle Breakdown. I'm Skip the Tutorial, and I'm going to explain to you why playing this same hunt over and over and over again, is fun. Now, one of the reasons I love to repeat these same missions constantly in Monster Hunter is because of the breadth of different ways you can take to progress your optimal strategy for defeating them, which you'll be doing a lot of, seeing as the game requires multiple monster bits and pieces for crafting and upgrading new weapons and armor sets. But what another game might feel tedious to complete, Monster Hunter is able to build upon this requirement into new and exciting stories through its systems. So, for example, the first time you go toe-to-toe with the gigantic flying Astalos, you'll probably be a healthy mixture of terrified and confused that this gigantic spiky butterfly of green electricity moves around the shared arena. And at least speaking for myself, I'm not making it through this boss fight in just one attempt without fainting, in game or in real life. But after finally working your way through and whittling down this big boss baddie, you and your trusty bone insect glaive are able to come out the victors, just as a euphoric victory theme floods your speakers, and that beautiful main objective complete appears smack dab in the center of your screen. Congratulations, you finally conquered one of your fiercest foes yet. But if you want to snag a pair of those new astelo sneakers you've been eyeing up, it's going to take at least four more membranes to lock down these, and I'm sorry, what? And this, ladies and folks, is where the meat and potatoes of this game comes in. The grind. So after already enduring whatever hellscape you went through just to make it out alive the first time, you swallow your hesitation and wind up right back on the underside of that big wyvern's claws. However, this time, you feel a lot more prepared for its attack patterns than the last. In fact, you even start to wise up to some new windows of opportunity when fighting the boss. This attempt, you take him down in even less time than before, and maybe even manage to break its left wing in the process. And now you're sinking into the fun of the constant improvements seen by repeating these game's bosses. The reason I love this pattern of progression so much is for how you start to develop a relationship with the boss itself, just as a hunter gains respect for their elusive catch. Even though the fight is virtually the same from the boss's angle, you as the player are shifting and adapting to become a bigger and better hunter through developing new and interesting strategies for dispatching the boss. In addition to just familiarizing yourself with the boss and its quirks, your constant rematches allow you to gain a greater understanding with the maps you chase them in. Since you run pretty much the same course each time you fight them, our curious eye will guide you to new shortcuts, different hiding spots, and even greater vantage points so that you can land right atop the monster's back in proper mechanical bull fashion. Just as the player is able to feel their deepening connection with the boss and how they fight it, they also gain an important relationship with their terrain and its surroundings, serving as their own guiding arrow through a consistent level design. And because you'll be treading these same battles over and over again in order to get other materials, the game's repetition pushes you even further into exploring the different methods and ways that you can defeat its bosses. While playing through the fight as just a more informed version of your first playstyle might be a simple way to get from point A to point B to the boss, it might be worth exploring different tactics such as... As severing its tail, or breaking its back, its wings, or maybe even its crown in the case of the Bereth to score some unique carves. Each of these playstyles requires their own optimal strategy, allowing for the player to reevaluate and tackle the fight in a new way they might not have tried before. Maybe even with a weapon that they've never tested until that point. And if you ask me, I think this is the reason why the game can bank on not showing a health bar to the hunter. Because after fighting through the same battles so many times, you get a feel for how much damage you've done and fall in lockstep with the rhythmic flow of the fight. And that's why I think Monster Hunter serves up some of the best examples of overworld and systemic boss battles in gaming. I mean, heck, compare one of these fights to the mini-boss hunts in a game such as Breath of the Wild, and Zelda just can't stack up. Despite how much I've already talked about how much I love these very fights in the game. Monster Hunter is just able to provide such a greater amount of variety in all of its aspects of boss battles, and especially in the feeling of direct progression when going against the beast on repeat encounters. Kill Hinnix in Breath of the Wild and get a toenail. Okay, cool, thanks. But taking down a Rathalos in Monster Hunter gives you the drops needed to come back and destroy another one, wearing the hides of its brother. Absolutely brutal. All in all, I think this series serves as a great testament to how bosses can nudge the player into new paths by maintaining its own consistency. If there's any takeaway here, I would highly suggest to any game devs and boss designers out there to structure the elements around and pertaining to your boss fights just as much as the baddie itself. And hey, maybe in the future we'll all be hunting masters in some unreleased and unnamed title, and I can't wait to see it.